0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, what is up, everybody, and welcome. I am in Studio De Heffery. My name is Jeff Cavanaugh. Welcome in to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. This is me. And I am joined, per usual, by my co-host, the great and powerful, former Dallas Cowboys wide receiver, Jesse Holley. Oh! Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. Could have used you on that last play in overtime to catch the ball. I'll I tell you
1: one thing. I, I wouldn't have dropped it. Wouldn't have hit my chest. I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not taking shots at anybody, but I'm just saying. Wouldn't hit my chest.
0: Somebody asked me on Twitter, would you have caught that pass? And I said, with the understanding that my old broken body would not have gotten to the place to make that catch, if I could teleport there, Yes, I don't make you listen. I'm not Abilene Christian University's 2004 blue bell wide receiver. Yes, I can catch the football <laughs> challenge champion for nothing. Okay, I'd have caught it. I might not even turn my hands over. I might have caught it like that and kept going. I might yes. have, or I might have gone down to be safe, but I've, my going down to be safe would have caught it.
1: In my in my old self right now, I can go out there and make that play today.
0: Today. I can run a solid silo- cross. Hits, I'm going to catch it.
1: I might not be able to do anything after it. I'm going to catch it.
0: All right. Let me tell everybody real quick that we are presented to you by our friends at Bet Online. You got hoops going on. If you bet on the Cowboys all year, you'd be in good shape. If you bet on them lately, you'd be in bad shape. But you can always get the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends at Bet Online. They got live betting, free contests, giveaways. Fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, golf. BetOnline.ag to join. Get your 50% welcome bonus with that first deposit with the promo code Believe. B L E A V. Yeah, I went live right after the game because it's fun to see what people say, and I think it's just that I think it's just that angry people send stuff in after you lose. Because, man, the amount of deck choking can't – and I was like, okay. So, today I went and screenshotted when the ball arrived, and it was like, make a better throw, they say. Rolling to your left at a dead sprint with pressure in your face, make a better throw than hitting a dude in the belly button. Okay. Well, technically probably between belly button and – but Noah going down when he tried to catch it made everybody think, oh, my God, it was so low, and what a – no, catch the ball. Catch the ball. Catch the ball. That's all. I got some fun stats from the game. Actually, we'll get to those later. I want to start with Jesse Holly, former Cowboys wide receiver, NFL analyst extraordinaire. You can find him on DallasCowboys.com, A to Z yeah. sports Yeah, uh, here. Am I missing anything? Doing play-by-play for random high school all-star games at AT&T Stadium. Yeah. I'm everywhere. All, those di- all those different I'm everywhere. things. I'm when everywhere. you look... I'm everywhere. When you look at the full result, the full scope of that game, things coming out of it that actually matter, where you look at it and you go, ooh, what are they going to do about that? What are those things? Um, You have a ma-
1: issue in the secondary. And when I say secondary, I'm mainly talking about left corner. You have a massive hole there. Massive hole there. Um, you still have questions at the wide receiver position. And I know that Noah Brown made some plays in that game, but the level of inconsistency between the three or four guys that you may march out there is one that is scary to me. And if you lose, I thought I would never say this. Losing or potentially losing, I know it was an, it's not a neck injury, it's a shoulder stinger, but the absence of Leighton Van Der Esch in the middle, I've never thought I, I never thought I would say it, but the absence of Leighton Van Der Esch in the middle of that defense, in addition to the absence of Big Hankins in the middle of that defense, boy, will we have a problem this upcoming Saturday in Philadelphia.
0: Well, I don't know. You were calling a game. You may not have seen this. Jalen Hurts ain't playing. He's not? What happened? Jalen Hurts has a a shoulder sprain injury, and he's most likely not playing this week and might not play another week. And we'll see. We'll see. Um, Maury's music is in the Super What? You pulling my leg? No. Jalen Hurts is most likely not playing Saturday. He's most likely not going to play Saturday.
1: They pretty much clinched number one with us losing and them winning
0: also. you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, if I were the Cowboys, I might be resting and trying to tank my way to play in Minnesota instead of Tampa, even though Tampa every other week, looks like they're the worst team in football. Maury's music. Did you agree with the long pass to no on the sidelines when all we needed was 10 yards? No. And I want to go back and watch that play again to see if he had any short outlets. Cause I feel like they ran all vertical don't routes.
1: You don't, don't worry. You don't have to go back and watch. I
0: watched it. Four verts. Four. One, two, three, four. Four verts. I don't. Yeah, that I don't understand because I'd rather you throw a negative three yard check down and get them tackled for a loss and make them burn the timeout with a chance to see if you can convert than not have that option to keep the clock running. That so if you got anything where if Kell if Kellen called that play bad job, if Dak called that play bad job, I love the aggressive ability to convert a bunch of third and longs that they have since Dak got back. But I mean that's one oh one. 101 is I got to have somebody available to keep this clock running if I don't have a chance at a first down, not throw a prayer down the field to Noah Brown. And see, these are the things where 50 I, – I,
1: okay, I blame 33 and a third to Mike McCarthy. I blame 33 and a third to Kellen Moore. And I blame 33 and a third to Dak Prescott.
0: And here's why. Check that crap and say, "Hey, one of you guys run a flare out to the sideline." Not even
1: that, but like Mike McCarthy had to get in the headset and be like, "Hey, guys, let's whatever we call here. Let's make sure that we keep the clock running. If we can convert, great. If we cannot convert, we gotta keep the clock running." Tell him more. You gotta. Or even if Dak changes, you, your call into the huddle should be, "Hey, Dak, here's the play. We're not changing this. We're going with this play and we're staying with this play." And then Dak has to have the, the the wherewithal to understand situational football. You're not a third-year, second-year Like, you're a seven-, eight-year veteran right now with a ton of snaps under your belt. When you look out there, and I get it, like, if they're out there, they're supposed to be a viable option. But when you look out there, you have to know, and maybe the five was, like, scrunched up in the uniform. That and was It was an eight. Like, but you have to look out to your left and go – yeah, I'm not throwing a go route to Noah Brown. I'm sorry. I, I, I I'm just not. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just not. Most quarterbacks in this league. If I'm going to throw a YOLO ball, if I'm going to give someone down, probably going to be the guy who we call wide receiver number one and who's probably had a really good game. Which was Ceedee Lamb had a really good game in that game. So all three of those guys deserve blame in that particular play some there's some times that I, I i want dak to be um not so coachable like i don't I'll be a rebel at times be a little bit romo be a little have a little bit of romo in you have a little bit of romo in you to go we're not running that we're gonna i I need to keep the clock rolling i need to keep it or if we're gonna run for verts then i'm going to say hey CD, you're gonna go when Noah was going. Noah, you're gonna go with CD was going. Cause I want the wide side of the field to throw this route to CD, maybe down the field. Like I need him to be—I need him to be that—that um, that type of quarterback, a little bit roguish and a little bit Romo-ish, and kind of take things into your own hand in those matters that matter the most.
0: Antoine, why Dak couldn't get a first down, Jeff, before the overtime loss? Well, because they ran the ball twice, gained zero yards, had third and ten, and then nobody was open. He threw it down the field. Dak tried for you. But bad play call, no chance. Vance, I'll go. Their front office deserves some blame as well. A better player than Noah makes that third down catch. That's true. That goes back to something we talked about before the season even started, that you didn't do enough to replace. Like If you want to get rid of Amari Cooper because Jerry and Steven don't like him, that's cool. What are you going to do about it? Their plan was 100%. Well, that third round pick's going to do it. And then he showed up and like, whoops, that's not going to work. And now they're trying. T.Y. Like, Hilton we'll Remember see if he in plays
1: in training camp they were trying to give dennis houston the job and they gave him the job the first game of the season i walked by I, I walked by practice the other day leaving doing my podcast and i looked outside i said who the hell is that and i said oh snap i forgot all about dennis houston he was out there catching balls in the judge machine and you're right you're absolutely right they for whatever reason they they were done with amari cooper and i'm fine with that cool you sure team do what you want but don't send away a caliber player like Amari Cooper, whether you feel like he plays on home and away games, he's a quality above average, really good wide receiver. And then put your hopes in a third round pick from Georgia State or Alabama. What is it? Alabama State? Alabama State. Alabama State and 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 Noah Brown and James Washington, the three components are going to be able to take up for Amari Cooper. You 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 had a dream and it's now is turning to almost a wide receiver nightmare. And where the hell was Michael Gallup yesterday? One catch for two
0: yards? Where? Where where was he? I don't know. And where was – And I, okay, and riddle me this, because we talk about the Cowboys. So, like, everything that happens, we talk about it from their perspective. What I want to ask you about Jacksonville is, is it okay to say that they aren't bad, Like, and I think they're going to be good next year? Trevor Lawrence balled his ass off in the second half. They were running quick game, and your corners are hurt and so you couldn't really get to the quarterback. Their run game was getting six, seven yards a pop because they vary it so much, and the Cowboys gave up 55 yards on three end-arounds because three different people, Curse, Tank, Sam Williams, all came inside and just gave up the booty. Like, there are parts of that where it's like, hey, Cowboy guys, do your job, and there's parts of that where it's like, oh, that team's also coming together a little bit. They get a little credit. This team, and kudos to Doug Peterson and his staff because
1: last year was just a disgrace with urban Meyer as the head coach and, and really kind of put that franchise behind, but Doug Peter came in early in the year and kind of stabilized this thing for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And what you're seeing now, you're seeing what you're, you're seeing the, the player that we all fell in love with at Clemson. You're seeing him being able to thrive and, and, the tail end of seasons, and when you talk about those teams who go from being non-playoff teams to playoff teams the very next year, it's what are the Detroit Lions? We saw it last year with the Detroit Lions. They said, you know what? They're, they're not quite there, but they're they're coming. And now the Detroit Lions, the Jacksonville Jaguars, you're seeing teams like that are kind of trying to figure this out, and they're going into an offseason now at the end of the year while they – you know, Detroit, the playoffs, Jacksonville may make the playoffs, but you see them kind of rounding into a form. They went and got players and put around uh, Trevor Lawrence, A. Jones, Marvin Jones, Jr., Christian Kirk, Everett Ingram, running back Travis Etienne. They got a they got solid players up front on the offensive line. They're, they're coming. They're, they're, mm-hmm. They are coming. Doug Peterson is a good coach. So what you saw in that game yesterday was two things to me. You saw a team in Jacksonville over the last five games have been putting some good things together, right? Had a big win uh, in the second half. They shut down Tennessee in that running game, got got a win, got some confidence. Cowboys came into town. They continued that confidence, uh, and and they've been able to build on that. But for the Cowboys, what you've seen was kind of almost a culmination of the last three or four weeks for this where they've had this up and down type of of, of, of play and I know people are gonna say well what about the because I, I look at the Colts game and I say but what about the first three quarters I know what the fourth quarter was I get it I understand it those first three quarters I do not stop watching the Giants game uh the Texan game you saw a lot of ugly football happening into those games, and you just didn't have good enough quarterbacks and the system and a coach to help you uh, uh, to help you out when losing those games. I, you kind of almost saw this coming with this Jacksonville Jaguar game, and Jacksonville played a hell of a game. They never, they never gave up. They found the mouse in the house on defense. Go at them. Leighton Vanderess goes out. Anthony Barr is not a really good linebacker. Let's just let's just be frank about that. And the thing that they did very very well was. That that eye candy, that pre-snap motion, that moving guys around. Anthony Barr was getting caught up in the in the one. In the, um, um, uh, Damone Clark was as well. A lot of guys were getting caught up in that, and they just ran their game plan. Doug Peterson got in his Louisville Louis Vuitton duffel and stayed in it for that, that that second half of football and overtime, and they pulled out a win against um, you know a good football team in the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, here's a couple of numbers. There may be easier ways to find this, but I went through the drive-by-drive, play-by-play, and did math one play at a time. Uh, The Cowboys offense in the first half had 235 yards, 21 points. Like, holy crap, right? That's incredible. 235 yards and 21 points and a half? In the second half, those numbers look real small compared to what Jacksonville did. They put up 339 yards in one half. 27 points in one half. Um, that's not good. And like uh, you've mentioned some of the players. I I don't know how you do it with Vanderesh hurt. Good news is they say it's not his neck, but who knows? They're saying stinger and his season's not over, but who knows? But without Vanderesh, I you don't have an answer unless you're going to play Micah Parsons at linebacker because I'm with you. I'm watching Anthony Barr and I'm just like, he can't run like he used to. He is late to recognize crossers and can't run like he used to.
1: Then a running back.
0: You can't be late and not be able to run. Then he can't get off a block and can't run with a running back to the sideline. And I'm like, man, they need to get Anthony Barr off the field. And then Damone Clark, he's swimming in the deep water too. And it's like, okay, so I want to throw in another guy in the deep water. That would be Jabril Cox. And my answer is, yeah, I think so. Um, Cornerback two is going to be a problem. And on top of it all, where was everybody not named Micah Parsons getting after the quarterback? Like, it, my initial thought was I didn't notice Micah Parsons even, outside of his sack. Mm-hmm. And I even made a video earlier where it was like, they might need to start playing him some at linebacker or just play way less snaps or something. But when you go back and watch, like, he was playing well. Parsons is still playing well. But they just did so much with the end and rounds and run, it, run draws right up the middle at you and, like, try to take him out of the game. And nobody else did crap. Like, you went into a second half, and after you scored, they were up, what, 27 to 10? Yep. That's a good time to tee off on the pass rush. How many sacks they get in the second half? Wow. Not a one. No. And so, like, those are the things that I'm looking at. I'm like, huh. Is that just great game plan? Because they were. They were good with the quick game. They were getting the ball out. And because the secondary is depleted, they were able to get open quick and that was working and they were doing misdirection and like the Jags had a good plan and you had some weak spots they were able to expose. The problem is those weak spots aren't going to change. Yeah, I think So I think we're approaching the end of the year and this is about to flip right back to hey, Dak, can you score 40? And this time we're going to ask you to do it with not as good as receivers as you used to have. And I don't know what I don't know what Dan Quinn is going to do, but if they can't cover better than that to give themselves a chance to rush the passer. I don't know how you plan to stop people. And
1: and again, you talk about, you know, we, we, we love Dan Quinn. He's my, he's a Jersey guy. I love Dan Quinn, but you know, we, we crap on Kellen Moore a lot.
0: The offense gave you 27 points, Dan Quinn. Twenty seven We want to kill him for the second half. Like in the second half, the offense scored 13 points. Teams averaged 21 a game in the NFL this year. Right. You scored 13 in the second half, and people are like, you should have just scored more. Like, you scored 13, you got 34 at the end of regulation. Chill right. out. Stop somebody.
1: So For Dan Quinn to give up, at one point in time, it was like 20-something unanswered points, and you gave up 40 points of total offense. You gave up 500 total yards of offense. Travis Etienne had over 100 yards. He was 7.7 yards of carry. I mean – Trevor Lawrence had 300 plus touchdowns. you gave up a 100 yard receiver, another 92 yard receiver. Uh, I mean they were just picking and choosing where they wanted to go with the football all second half and you had no answer for it. and for you know and for as bad as Kellen Moore in some spots that he was, Dan Quinn was just as bad in that second half and he had no answer you, you know your, your your prized possession and Micah Parson, who I still think is one of the baddest men in football, he is worn down. He has openly admitted it. He looks it. Um, he has moments of burst. But the overall, what we saw in the first six, seven games, eight games of the season, that ain't the same Micah Parsons. He's wore out. He's wore down. He might be dealing with some things that aren't coming up on the injury report because he's not just reporting them. But that ain't the same person. That ain't the same guy. That that, that ain't the same guy. Now, granted, also at times, I'm going to give him some credit, they miss a lot of holdings on Micah Parsons. And I'm oh, not yeah. the referee. I am not the guy who's like, oh, referee, referee. That's not my – they miss a lot of holdings on Micah Parsons, but Micah Micah doesn't look like the same ferocious, fast, aggressive dude down for down in the first eight weeks of the season.
0: Yeah, I think what seems to be missing, because I rewatched it to see, because Pro Football Focus credited him with 12 pressures in that game. And I was like, what? I didn't notice anybody terrorizing Trevor Lawrence. And I will say I did not see 12 pressures. But I did see a dude that still wins as a pass rusher. But that guy that was making all these chase down plays and all that, like he's not quitting, but he does not have that juice on every play. Right. It's just, it's not there. And then, uh, man, the guy who I really want to be like, man, what happened? And again, maybe you just give credit to the other team. Tank Lawrence got to make a play. You got, I got to feel you in the game. And when teams are gashing you and there are some very, very basics. It is very, very basic. J. Ron Curse, Sam Williams, Micah Parsons, Tank Lawrence. If you are the outside man, by God, please be the outside man and stop thinking you're allowed to swim, move inside a tackle and then watch them run for 15 yards. So there's some basics there where it's like, yeah, clean it up. Play assignment football. Uh, But there's also, I just, I look at now spots on the roster with the injuries and you go, ooh, I need Kelvin Joseph to play. I need... Sean Wright, I need, is any of these three dudes they've signed in the last two weeks, can you call them up and get better play than what they got? Because if you can't give them a chance, Micah's the only dude that's going to just smoke you on the pass rush. And they were the best pass rush in football. As of two weeks ago, they still were. And in the last two weeks, I think yeah. they have one sack in two games. And that's, and
1: that's that's very disappointing because at some point in time, at point in time in that football game, the Jacksonville Jaguars had both other tackles out. Both of them.
0: And yeah, the right tackle came back in and the left tackle went out, but yeah, at times they were both out.
1: And, and that you still weren't able to create any type of pressure to make Trevor Lawrence feel any type of pressure to get him off his spot. And and like I said, credit to those guys. Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he has the pedigree. This isn't this isn't Tyler Haneke. This isn't, you know, this isn't this isn't Carson Wentz. This is Lawrence. And there's a reason why people have pegged him to be the first round pick since his first uh, start as a freshman at Clemson, and you saw it on display. You know the pass to uh, to Zay Jones that went through that went through Donovan Wilson's hands. Donovan, ball, no, I
0: don't care how good Trevor is. Donovan, no, hit it with one ball, of them. If that ball is anything I mean, but a tight spiral, them.
1: it might nip a finger or a thumb or something like that. He he laced that thing on a rope through two hands that couldn't close fast enough, like a, like a Venus flytrap. For completion that led to a field goal to tie the game up.
0: And he even you, you could see it on TV. Lawrence after the play when Wilson was going by, he was like, that was close. Yeah. <laughs> like Lawrence like, yeah, I almost threw a pick. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Damn. Uh okay, so we're onward to the Philadelphia Eagles, who we will talk about on Friday with the Saturday game coming up. And it looks like you'll have no Jalen Hurts in that game. And now the Cowboys got to decide, do we want to start tanking to try to get Minnesota or San Francisco, or do we want Tampa Bay? We want Tampa. We want Tampa. I'm just going to throw it out there. I want Tampa. Okay. Everybody gets old at some point, okay? Okay. Okay. I've only been calling for it for six years. This time it's true. It's over. All I'm I'm saying is is a
1: lot of calling for Tampa. A lot of people keep calling for Tampa, and I'm just saying –
0: I want Minnesota, really. I, I already beat you by 37. Bring me that team. I'll take Minnesota any day. Give me
1: Minnesota before you give me Tampa and the Niners. Because I don't know why people feel like that. I, I just never – you have, he's never lost to you. There, I know for a fact there's a different animal between regular season and playoffs. And I'm not saying they're going to hit that time. I am not saying that at all. He just got to beat you one time. And I just feel like a one-game scenario – with a week to prepare, that just, I don't know, it doesn't sit well with me. And defensively, what they do is a lot of what Dak and Kellen Moore struggle with. Playing some zone, making you read through that zone, being able to create pressure up front, just with their front four. That that to me is it, it, it screams. It screams for a long day for the Dallas Cowboys. But we'll see what happens. I mean, the good thing is the Cowboys are in the playoffs, and in the playoffs, anything can happen.
0: Yeah, against Tampa, whichever guy lines up on that side, I don't know if the camera flips me. Whichever guy lines up on the offense is right out of Godwin and Evans. Yeah. <laughs> 15 for 320 and six tutties. Get ready.
1: And you and you and I, Tom is veteran enough to be like, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to go at him every single time. Oh, yeah. every, there's not going to be a time that we're not going at him. I don't care about Diggs over there. Hey, Diggs, you know, you can get some Gatorade because I'm not coming over to your side. You don't have to worry about me coming over there For what? I'm, I'm not even fool with you. Keep picking on whoever you put over here, Nashawn Wright or Trayvon Mullins or Kelvin, whoever you put on this right side of the offense, here's where I'm going with the football every single time when I have to pass it.
0: And as somebody who's been there, not in the NFL or in college or really in high school, but in the flag world, let me tell you this. If your quarterback makes it known we're going at that dude and it's to you, you don't get tired. No. I'll do this all day. No. I will do this all day, whatever. Cowboys are going to kick Philly's ass. All right. And Jesse. You know what? Most likely they
1: probably will. No it's, right. it, that's so cowboy-esque.
0: Riding the seesaw. All right. I love you, Jesse. Be safe getting home. All right, brother. Take care. All right, everybody. Thank you for checking us out. Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Jeff Kavanaugh. He is Jesse Holly. Um, we're presented by bet online. And remember, you have no idea what anybody else is going through. So be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye. Eliminate the contingencies.